following program is brought to you by the Realm of Collectors. Please stand by and take your seats. Good evening, and welcome to Masterpiece Shitpiece Theater. If you would please kindly take your seats. The show will begin momentarily. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Black Friday episode of Masterpiece Shit Peace Theater. I'm your host, Nick Brammer. Tonight we got a little bit of an abridged crew for you, but we still got some good shit to talk about. So we're going to go ahead and start this how we always do, get some intros out of the way. Josh Fisher, tell them where you're at on the internet, please. Right fucking here. Holy shit! Holy shit! The motherfuckers turned his camera on. Can you believe it? Turn Uh, it off! Turn it off! You're not naked for once. Yeah, I'm actually still have clothes on, so uh, you know. (laughs) Well, you're not Russ. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've got respect for people, so Uh, (laughs) uh, you can catch me. Other than here, every Friday with you cats at around 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. Real. Uh, you can catch me every Friday on the All Queued Up podcast with my friend Greg. This week's episode is late because of the holiday, of course. Uh, it'll be up tomorrow at some point. Um, but you can also catch me on Figabang every other Wednesday on this very channel as well. Uh, at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And you can follow me on Facebook under my regular name. Social media profiles are all linked there. Uh, that's me. What about you guys? Lowry, tell them where you're out on the internet. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jason Reed Lowry. You can find me on Facebook groups as Jason Lowry. Uh, you can find me on the ROC as well. Nice. Short, succinct. Rob Milton. Stab it, bitches. <laughs> Otherwise, y'all can find me on the uh, ROC. You can find me on the Instagrams as Rob's Hobbies. You can find me giving the squeak the hold on a minute. And you can find me every Friday night here with the sultry sounds of Nick Brama and friends. <laughs> All right. Y'all know me. I'm your host, Masterpiece Shippies, Nick Brammer. You can find me on Facebook at Nick Brammer. You can find me on Twitter at Brammer underscore Nick. And Instagram at Masterpiece underscore Shippies. I'm surprised Instagram let me have that, but I appreciate it. 
So, guys, we don't have Russ to fucking do a 20-minute intro, so I guess we're going to go ahead and get right into shit for you. And we also don't have, a, don't have Sam. Yeah, but Sam is pretty succinct. Oh, no, no, he is. I was just mentioning, you know, it's not that he's too short to appear anywhere. He's actually not here. <laughs> Sam's California dreaming. He's on assignment. Uh, Russ, Actually, though, Russ is going through some really hard times. Uh, you know, everybody out there should hit him up and let him know you're thinking about him. Yes. I hear he lost a leg. No, nah, he didn't yeah. lose a leg. No, nah, just a pinky toe. Should oh. get... he, didn't, of... he didn't have to get one of these, you know. He just no, lost he... pinky toe He's because gonna... of the diabetes. He's going to have to get an amputated toe, and he's going to have to get a prosthetic, and then it's going to slowly work up his leg until he's legless. A he's prosthetic got a, toe? I mean, come on. That's more trouble than it's worth. He yeah, just, but it's for us. He just super glued, super glued a Lego to it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. He, he, he would be like, shh, stupid foot. It's like a piece of shit Hasbro foot. Dude, I had a thought. How bad and evil would it be to super glue Legos to the feet of the person you like dislike the most. You know, you catch them sleeping at a party and you just super glue Legos to the bottom of their feet so when they get up in the morning. Look at this son of a bitch in the chat. Mm. Are huh? you kidding me? <laughs> Don't take twenty minutes, maybe fifteen minutes. Oh, it's like fourteen minutes long. I don't than see anything. To, what the uh, fuck? Know. My chat wasn't working. Oh, well, Russ is in the nah. chat. Yeah, he can't make the show, but he can sure as fuck be in the chat. <laughs> awesome, Russ. Thanks for the effort. Yeah, thanks for bailing. You little shit. You fuck. <laughs> fucking fuck hard. I was actually All going right. to say that, and then I was like, no, I can't say that. And Nick said it. I can. <laughs> sure we can. Fuck, fuck, itty, fuck, fuck, fuck. I think we're officially not kid friendly anymore. Yeah. Oh, we never were. All right, guys. WB Montreal's Batman game is rumored to be Arkham Legacy, which will be a new addition into the Arkham library. I'm all for more Arkham as long as we don't have to do any more of them stupid-ass Riddler races. I don't care about that. I just don't want to fucking have to be forced to drive the Batmobile. True. Yeah. I hated that shit. Yeah, that thing kind of sucked trying to do that, though. It got kind of annoying. Mm. Hey, it's fucking Batman. Let me jump around and parkour into the fucking sky and grab a hold of ledges and swing on grappling hooks and shit. Cape they, on down. Are they Heath ledges? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Only in the shitty version. Oh, okay. Did he get hung up? Oh, God. There goes our viewership. <laughs> I'm one, uh, like, with it being called Arkham Legacy, I wonder if you'll get to actually, like, switch characters in the game. Like, I'd love to just play a game as Damien. Oh, I know, right? That'd be cool. <laughs> Or fucking Jason. You know, just have the fucking Bat Family in the game. Yeah. And don't be forced to play it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, give us fucking choices. The games are Dude, op- open enough that they should be able to do it. You know what? The best thing they could do would be, um, like High Moon did with the Transformers Cybertron games, where you could choose to play as one side or the other and give you the option to play around with a little bit. Pick a yeah. character, have separate missions, shit like that. Well, or even... sites are saying that you can be the entire Bat family as playable. Alright, cool. That's what I want. But, like, kind of going even further on, like, what uh, Rob was saying, like, imagine being able to play as some of the fucking villains for once. Exactly. You know, give me, you know, a death. let me play as Deathstroke. You know? Right. Some shit like that. That'd be fucking dope to me. I'd give my left nut if I could run around as Joker and just fuck people up GTA style. (laughs) <laughs> I ain't using it anyway. All right, that was more information than I fucking <laughs> needed. <laughs> Alrighty. Rob, you want to take this next one, the Metroid stuff? Yeah, apparently there's... Uh, and right now it's just a rumor. But it's it's a pretty well-substantiated rumor. The person that leaked it is... Um, he's He's pretty accurate with Nintendo information. Not only are we getting the Metroid Prime 4, but there's talks that they are redoing in HD the entire Metroid Prime series. So we're going to get a complete... Oh, Jesus, I need a more coffee before tonight. <laughs> we're going to get the entire Metroid series, uh, Metroid Prime series, up and onto the Switch. That'd be dope. Yes. I'd be and I completely say, down with that. I love Metroid Prime 1 and 2. Yeah, the other one too. And this one actually caught my attention. Because I've always said don't fuck with this game. But after playing Samus Returns on the 3DS, which is where they redid Metroid 2 which from the original awesome. Game Boy. Oh, it was fantastic. Dude, that's one of my favorite Metroid games right now. And what They are it? talking. Oh, I was going to say. Sorry. Um, I was about two years ago, remember, right before that came out, there was that fan-made version of Metroid 2, Samus Returns? Yeah, AM2R. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was and really it good. it was up for like two days, and Nintendo put a cease and desist, and the guy had to take it down, but it was perfect. But then, all of a sudden, after it was taken down, like two days later, they announced the, uh, up the uh, remake of it on the 3DS. Yeah. And it's, it's an awesome game. Yep. And now they're talking about a remake and up-res of Metroid, Super Metroid from the Super Nintendo. Mm. So going in that same vein is what it sounds like. Which, if they do it the same way they did this one, holy shit. Yeah, I would love to I can... see an updated Super Metroid. I'm gonna have to buy another Switch just so I can like not let the kids touch it long enough to play them. Yeah, because <laughs> that's odd. like my en- that's my entire favorite Metroid it it all in one. I mean, you've got me- the Metroid Prime trilogy and Super Metroid all up resident <laughs> on the Switch. You ain't gonna see my ass for a month. I don't wanna see your ass ever. I mean, you love seeing, it. I mean, seeing your face is fine, but I don't wanna see your ass. That's not what he said at TFCon. Well, that exactly. Was different. I was in Ash Gavin mode then. <laughs> what happens at TFCon stays at TFCon. 
I don't think Eric Von Wolfenstein believed in <coughs> what I was saying for months. I see him on Grab That Ass. First thing I did. Mm. He didn't see me coming. <laughs> I need to get a switch of my own, too, because Cal is just so fucking rough on that Joy-Con. It's all fucked up. I can't play anything because it's all out of alignment and shit. And it costs fucking. $70 for a new set of Joy-Cons. Yeah. Which is I just, ridiculous. Man, I just want my own. Fuck it. And be like, yo, you touch this, that's your ass. Any Black Friday deals on a Switch out there today? No. <laughs> no, and plus I am just bought a washer and, you know, so. Well, you know, the Switch Lite, it's just slightly smaller than the regular Switch. But it doesn't have the haptic feedback in the Joy-Cons, and they're not detachable, so it's like one solid unit. And yeah. it's 100 bucks cheaper. So that would be the route I would go mm -hmm. at this point. That's just the advantage with the Switch, though, is you don't have to leave one piece connected to your TV. You can take his off and put yours in, and then you're on your the TV on your own. You could do that with a light also. Yeah. Can you? The light also will dock. Hmm. So then you just need a pro controller to go with you it. You need a pro controller to go with it. Which so that's like, the way I'd go then. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah. I'd figure it out. Yeah, if you could do the pro controller and a switch light, that'd be perfect. Because then I'm you're still less than a switch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it will oh. work or not. It may See, it may not. I Don't quote me on that 100% random man three. So that's, that's Sam. He, I think he actually has one. In or he was looking at him and bought the regular one. One of the okay, two. Okay, my conscience mm. said the light won't dock. Okay, my mistake. Totally my bad. Yeah, Sam's the randomest Sam. That's my local buddy here. Okay, I couldn't remember which one he had. With it, uh, Hobby Town. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Yeah, he lives just a few minutes down the road from me. That's right. I'll try so, to remember that from now on. But yeah, I think if it can't dock, that sucks. But I mean, you can you know, still, then just grab a regular. You can still play with other people, like in the house and everything. But yeah, yeah. of course, I was thinking about getting one for Madison because she doesn't have a TV. So I mean, it would still be perfect for her. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yeah. But yeah, so give me. More Metroid. People have been clamoring for it for two years anyway. Oh, yeah. I, I can tell you, man, that, that Samus Returns scratched the itch pretty good. But, man, having the Switch, get Metroid on the Switch, up-res all that stuff to HD. Oh, yes. I will happy. I, I will be so, so happy. I'm probably the only one, but I want a new fucking Kid Icarus game. Oh, hell yeah. Well, that would be a cool property. Re um, there's a lot. That was like... Who did that rare? Originally, uh, no. I thought it was Konami, wasn't it? I think it was Konami. Fuck. And then uh, there was one on the 3DS, or was it the, the DS? Original DS. I think it was the original DS, because I think it was like a launch title for it. Oh, you pretty. Dude, it's pissing me off. I fucking hate looking dumb. Fucking camera, fucking opposite way bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I need to turn this phone down. Rip audio, viewers. Yeah. 
Our <laughs> listeners. Oh, it was a TikTok. People love me on TikTok. All right, guys. Damn millennials. Dude, there are so many hot pastel goth chicks on TikTok. That's why I watch it. I'm I'm a I'm into Ghoul Bagel. Any y'all? Oh, me too. Yeah, especially Cyber Goth. Oh, Cyber Goth is my shit. Yeah, fucking. uh, She does Twitch streams too. She plays uh, Dead by Daylight. Mm. Yeah, Ghoul Bagel. I love you, Bagel. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to move on to some Marvel news next. Uh, Marvel will be doing an Ultraman comic. They're in, um, they have licensed it from the original Japanese publisher of the ma- manga. And it <coughs> looks like um, not only are they going to be doing an Ultraman comic, but it's going to be uh, integrated into the fucking uh, Marvel Universe. So like, we can see Iron Man and Ultraman together. I think that's fucking cool. Huh. That'll be dope. I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm happy that we're getting a an Ultraman comic. Um, yeah. I know they recently rebooted Ultraman in Japan a few years back, and the Netflix uh, series that they did of it is based on that reboot, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Dude, I binged the shit out of that. Hell, I want to get the Bandai uh, Ultraman model kits. They got they got a kit for each version of the suit on the show. So mm-hmm. same here. Awesome. Pick up the figure arts one. Yeah, that I saw figure, that figure arts, arts one is dope one. too. That mm-hmm. yeah, that looks dope. But all right, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm 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 for an Ultraman comic. I don't yeah. know how I feel it being integrated into the Marvel comic universe, though. But, I mean, that seems to be I, the trend these days. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that they can... Basically, if they add Ultraman to the, to the Marvel universe, I mean, that'll give him... With pop, comics, they're never going to get back to, like, the 90, 91 X-Men, 8 million copy boom. But, you know, th- still, I mean, 100... Th- pro- in a good issue, can still still sell a hundred thousand copies. It happens every once in a while, still. So I mean, that's a hundred thousand, you know, more eyes on fucking Ultraman. True story. Yeah, I I'm a big fan of this new Ultraman stuff anyway, and the old stuff was good too. But yeah, <clears throat> See, I, I supposedly we're heard. getting a season two. I'm with Matt Hurd. Keep it separate. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I'm with that also. I At wouldn't mind an occasional being, an occasional <clears throat> crossover somehow. Yeah. Is one thing, but I don't want Wolverine in my Ultraman book. Yeah, No, but I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Ultraman crossover a little bit, but the problem is is I mean the way Ultraman works it, it's very kaiju centric and shit like that. Yeah. You know, he I t- mean I can see like Ultraman and Iron Man teaming up to take on like the Mandarin and Fing Fang Foom or some shit, but Oh no, 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 no. We need an Ultraman Ant Man crossover. Mm. That'd be dope. And that's what your boy Sam just said in the chat too. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um see, great minds, man. 
like <laughs> what you could also see is like Ultraman versus the Mole Man with those fucking monsters, you know. There there's a bunch of shit. Um Marvel has actually added a character called Kid Kaiju who like his whole thing is is that he summons Kaiju. Oh, yeah. So like they've been trying to, you know, appeal more to the Asian market with certain things that they've done like Big Hero 6, um Amadeus Cho, you know, um they they've also they they've added they've been uh steady adding like more Asian characters to their lineup. Um okay. Greg Greg Pack who was the writer on like World War Hulk and stuff, he created Amadeus Cho. Um and there's other there's a bunch of other characters like I, I can't remember right now, but there have been others like um fuck. Anyways, I'll think about it later and fucking interrupt everybody talking and get to it. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Joe Casada has become Marvel's executive vice president and creative director. So that means that Kevin Feige has stepped into Joe Casada's old job as Marvel's chief creative officer. And Steve Wacker, who, <laughs> that name, <laughs> yeah, makes you giggle. Um, he, he wrote a couple of titles for Marvel and then moved more into their animation stuff with Disney XD. Uh, he is the new head of content and new media at Marvel. So those are three big moves. And um, adding Feige as Marvel's chief creative officer, I think that has some ripples that are going to come down. I think that we're going to see it move more towards MCU stuff in the comics, and I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I I, I feel the same way about the MCU as I do Ultraman. Keep it separate from the comics. Yeah, yeah. take cues from the <clears throat> comics. That's fine, but be your own thing. I don't want the same thing I'm paying to go to the theater to be the exact same thing I'm reading. I want, right. I want, you know, something different, different continuities, different interpretations of the characters while still being true to their character, just different twists on them here and there. Uh, I hope that it doesn't come to that because yeah. that would just be boring to me. Well, then yeah. you're just getting with you guys on video that. rehashes. see that. Yeah, you're just getting video rehashes at that point if they go that direction. I mean, yeah, like the source material is the source material for a reason. You know, I think right. I, I think like you guys are saying, they have to keep it separate because, I mean, you can like obviously the Infinity Saga was nothing like it was in the comics, but it gave them the basis for it. Right. So I mean, if you, if you're streamlining, if you're streamlining, if you're streamlining both universes to be more of the same. You know, it's not it's not going to work as well. No, it's not. People will get bored of it real quick. Yeah, it's part of it's part of the oversaturation, I think. Because in in all honesty, I'm not that excited anymore for the MCU. I am to a point, but I mean, they got to give us something different now that the, the that last wave is over. Get away from the Avengers. They've got all these other properties now. Give us something different. 
Yeah. <clears throat> and you know. that, that's the thing. I, th- I think in the MCU, everybody's looking, everybody's looking for like, what is going to be the next iteration of the Avengers with what's happened, you know, in Endgame and, I mean, there's so there's so many more things that they could branch out into, and they're doing it somewhat with you know like the Eternals. I mean, a lot of people don't know what the Eternals are. Yeah, and I mean, J- Josh, you're you're a reader for what like twenty something years, thirty? Uh, since I was like six, so quite a few. Since eighty two. Right. Since 82. Since 82, man. So, I mean, you're not that familiar with the Eternals, are you? Not super familiar with them, no. I yeah. Know, I know who, who some of them are due to them being parts of the Avengers and relationships with X-Men and Avengers characters throughout the 80s and 90s. But, yeah, you know, not a hell of a lot of exposure to the Eternals, you know, outside of the big three yeah black bolt i guess crystal you're talking in humans there oh that's in humans oh my yeah the eternals are see yeah i get those two confused you're right yeah i know jack squad about the eternals dane was one the black knight yeah and that's um, about the only one i really know cersei do you uh, remember her? She green, uh, yeah, she, chick with green, she, she, green outfit, green hair. She, she was popular. Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Terrible so, mother. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I just got that. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and that's the that's the other thing is like they are you know they are running into brand confusion with the Eternals too because like you're pretty versed in comics and you your mind straight fucked up went straight to thinking in humans instead of Eternals right yeah alright minus five points for me minus five points from Hufflepuff Hufflepuff my ass yeah I think you're a Hufflepuff What are you? What do you think you are? Gryffindor? Nah. Slytherin? Nah. I'm smarter than that. Ravenclaw? Yeah. (sighs) What? You call me an idiot? Oh, look at that. Y'all call me an idiot. (laughs) Man, everybody's getting triggered up in here tonight. No, we're just fucking around. (laughs) Dude. This this Black Friday flow just ain't working for me. <laughs> the what? Dude, I'm so damn tired. It's not yeah, even. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. yeah. I wound oh, up doing way man. more shopping today than I planned on. and I've got some that was... audio issues going on. Oh, that's what it is then. Yeah. Oh, but we took I Cal. I have to keep going i gotta back out and try to come back in to see if that fixes my audio issue i'll be right all right man yeah yeah no problem i was i was just gonna say we took cal to an arcade today oh nice yeah it it was great uh it's this little place down by me called stop and play 
usually we go to um in Tarpon Springs. There's a really cool one called the Replay Museum. Mm-hmm. So they. Oh shit! Yeah, I just now saw that. Are we all right? <laughs> it looks like we're up again. All right, I'm back. Can the stream hear my audio? Tell me in the chat. I can hear you. I know you can. Tell me in the chat if you can hear me. Holla if you hear me. Big Daddy, can you hear me? All right, cool. So he says he's back. Can you guys hear Josh? Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, looky that what he's promising me. (laughs) (laughs) He hit me. (laughs) Huh? Oh, you know, Eric, he typoed. It's like he was promising to, um, all, all, all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) maybe that's what his intention was hey no i was getting some i head you oh okay i got you okay slow dude my mind is gone and after the show and after the broadcast i still got to clean my fucking garage so i'm gonna have a wonderful night tonight yeah, I'm I'm on like two hours of sleep from last night with uh, Magnus and everything going with him. Oh man, oh, how's man, he doing? Man. He's doing pretty good, man. He uh, he's basically been kind of hacking up here and there mm. all day. I don't know what happened. Is he got into something or somebody gave him something or what? Mm. But uh, we ended up we're there till like three thirty in the morning or something last night. Oh, oh shit. Man. morning. God and damn then, it. Uh, we got back to the house and he kept uh, yakking and everything else. They kind of um, gave him some injections and some x-rays. There wasn't any foreign objects in it, but in his stomach or nothing. But uh, No steel chairs. Yeah. No, Sweet. No little metal legs. No. That's good. That's good. So, yeah. All right. I think we're going to have a quick show tonight. Yeah, <laughs> dude, my all audio right, is fucking up again. It's all distorted as hell. All right, I'll be back. I'm gonna try something else, but right. keep going. All right, stream yeah. will be fine. I'm not gonna leave the broadcast studio or anything or do anything like that. I just gotta fuck with my interface. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Uh, all right, next story is Robert Pattinson is rumored to be.
I hit up GameStop to see what they had going on. Wound up getting some stuff for Sabriel and then some Overwatch shit that I found that I've been looking at for a while. Mm-hmm. I finally found my Sombra, um, the Ultimates. Right. That's my main in Overwatch. That's my bay, and I got nice. her for twelve bucks. And then they all threw right, it cool. We're masks. we're back up. So oh, wait, we, the audio left when I unhooked my interface. The audio yep. completely left. Yeah, yep. when you mute yourself, any t- anytime you mute yourself from, the do you have like a mixer or something? Yeah, I'm going through a USB audio interface. Yeah, that's what I figured. So, like, whenever you uh, mute or leave, we lose show audio. Oh fuck! I'm sorry, guys. I didn't realize that was happening. Oh no, I'm no so problem, sorry. dude. Dude. I, I, Everything you guys were saying was so distorted that all I was getting was static and clips of your voice coming through, and it was like, yeah. So I was, I was just trying to fix it on my end. I didn't know that it fucked up. That I'm sorry, everybody. No problem, dude. Shit happens. It's the it's shit piece show. All good. <laughs> oh, look at that. Walter's in the chat. Oh Jesus. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, show's over. Peace, Walt. <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, we were yeah, getting ready so, to talk about the Robert yeah, Pattinson Batman stuff. Yeah, Twilight Sprinkles is having tro- trouble putting uh, weight on. Is he on a vegan diet? I don't know. <laughs> Probably is. Uh, see, I know some guys back in the day when I was <clears throat> more involved in active sports. You, know, you get those skinny guys who just have the high metabolism, and you watch them try to bulk up for a weight class. Yeah. And they'd, they'd be pounding thousands of calories a day and working out and doing all that shit, and they'd barely put on any weight. They would fight to get up to that bottom of the weight class. Yeah. I mean, he sh- they showed pictures of him. He bulked up a little, but he doesn't gotten, a, like I said, I think he hit a plateau. Yeah. I mean, I mean let's be realistic. Keaton wasn't exactly a buff dude either. That's I mean, he was built. All them, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, both of them are bigger than Pattinson is. Are they? Are they? I thought he was like about body size body type wise. Body type <laughs> wise, Pattinson's a narrow shouldered dude. If you look at him. No, man. I have to look at it again. I thought he was he was bigger than Keaton. Keaton's a little guy. Yeah, he's only yeah. Like five nine or something. Man. And they can bulk up that suit enough to to make it work. Yeah, they can pat it out. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, everything else about the movie sounds great so far, and like I, I don't think you know they should really worry about making him like fucking Affleck size at all. You know? No, and let's be honest, Batman is kind of acrobatic anyway. So having a great big hulking dude kind of doesn't really fit. He's more of a a ninja, to be honest. Yeah. Kind of sleek and strong. Streamlined. Yeah. That's I mean, why I think I Batman Beyond works so well. Yeah. Mainstream people, though, don't see it that way, and they think, oh, he's supposed to be ripped and in pristine shape, and not understanding that that doesn't equate to muscle mass. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I mean... <sighs> As long as it doesn't like kick him out of the ro- the role, I don't care. Yeah, you know? I, I, I want to see his take on it. I want to see how he does. I mean, I don't think he's a bad actor. 
Yeah, the no. Twilight movies were shit, but shit, none of us would have turned that payday down. No. Hell no. Shit, no shit. Hell no. I'd have been sparkling like a motherfucker. I'd throw her. <laughs> Roll my nads in glitter and put them mm-hmm. on a shelf. True Let story. And... Word. Misty heard me and she's giggling over there because I said that. <laughs> no idea what in the world I'm talking about. You're going to wake up tomorrow morning with like glitter all over the bed. <laughs> Sorry, right. Rose petals and glitter. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tom King's run on Batman is coming to a close, and we actually saw a little bit in 85 of James Tinian's Batman. Um, James Tinian did a, who will be taking over the main Batman title for DC, uh, he did an interview with Newsarama, and they said that they will be using the 89 Batman movie and the Tim Burton Batman movies as the aesthetic for the comics. And I'm fucking excited for that. Yeah. I have to catch up with the Batman comics. Don't fucking bother. Oh, really? Oh, the 85 issues that Tom King have done is the worst run I've ever read on Batman. Oh, the worst. He doesn't understand the character. He has put his own psych like his. It's like he's trying to psychoanalyze Batman and coming to all the wrong conclusions. It's like a first year fucking psych student trying to analyze psychoanalyze Hannibal Lecter. You know what I mean? Uh, I oh, know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Uh, the first story was called, I think it was called Suicide, and basically they tried to say that bat. He tried to say that Batman is suicidal, and that's why he goes out and does it because he wants to die because his parents died, and he yeah, feels like guilty that. over it. And that's it. You know. It, <sighs> It's the antithesis of Batman mm-hmm. to me. And it's just gotten worse even through the City of Bane shit. And he's just throwing all these like new age fucking ideas at Batman. And it's like I've said it I've said it before, you know, I've people need to realize when they get to fucking you know, write Batman or any other character that has, you know, the longevity of a Batman, a Superman, Green Lantern, even the Marvel characters, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, you're caretakers of these characters' legacy. It's not yeah. your it's not your job to put a new pop psych fucking take on these characters. It, it it's it, it's disrespectful. I I, I I can't I can't say, you know, enough bad about fucking Tom King's Batman run. Now I will say he did write a miniseries with Miracle Man, and that shit was dope. I just don't get where he's coming from on Batman, and I think I think it's it's unreadable to me. It, it, it's horrible. I agree with Matt. It sounds like that sounds like the Punisher, not Batman. <laughs> yeah, You're describing it. Yeah, I saw Matt's. Uh, comment yeah i mean it, it's 
it, it's hard to get through. It's almost as bad as the Transformers book, in my opinion. The new one? Yeah. Oh, God. Damn. <coughs> I didn't even bother. To <coughs> that. It was so bad. Actually, that's a really good comparison because of what they've done with Optimus, with that whole thing where, you know, basically the fucking Voyage of the Ark it was a, supposed to, is now supposed to have been a suicide mission. You know, and yeah, it, it's a really good parallel. I I just, I can't get it. And he's still going to have a Batman book after this run on the main title. They're going to uh, fucking have a book called Batman Catwoman. Mm-hmm. It's either Batman Catwoman or The Bat and the Cat. Either one of those two titles. They, I, they're resoliciting it, so I'm not sure what the title's going to be, but he's still writing. And it's just he doesn't get the fucking character. So I'm really excited because I've liked James Tinian's work. Um he has said he's not going to ignore what's come out of Tom King's run. So but I mean James Tinian is a very able writer. He wrote a lot of the backup stuff in Scott Snyder's Batman where there were you know, when there were backup stories for that. Our next story. Conor McGregor is coming back to the UFC in January. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he might be getting his ass knocked out, laddie. Yeah. Fucking Conor's coming back to the UFC. Uh, he will be fighting James Cowboy. Uh, excuse me, Donald, Donald Cowboy. Jesus Christ, I've got James on the brain. Donald Cowboy Cerrone on January 18th. I'm fucking excited for this fight. Oh, any excuse to see him come back in is kind of cool. I like yeah. Connor. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, but I would. He's been out for what, like... <coughs> been out for what five years? No. Oh no, I He's thought it was longer than that. No, well, yeah. I'd like to see Cerrone fuck him up. It could happen, man. Cerrone's no joke. Cerrone no, goes no, in there not. and he gives everybody a fucking fight. Mm-hmm. He don't back down either. Mm-mm. And it's not like Cerrone. I'm sorry, Josh. No, nah, no, nah, it's just frustrating because it's like I can hear you fine, and then all of a sudden it's so garbled and distorted I can't understand a word you guys are saying, and then it'll come back in. Mm. Yeah, I'll get through this stuff as quick as possible, and we can go on broadcasting. I mean, you don't um, got to do it on my account, you know. Just no, it's not. Ju- it's not just on your account, but everybody's really low energy because it's the day after Thanksgiving <laughs> and Black Friday shopping. You know, it's not I a feel problem. Fine. I feel fine. It's, it's going just... that food comatose. Yeah. Um. All right. Next story. Moro Ronaldo is not doing well. Um. Moro is. Gone on record. Um, he's even written a bu- book about his mental illness. He is a, I believe, excuse me if I'm wrong, but manic depressive. Yeah, and so. yeah, and he su- he suffers from chronic depression. I'm not sure what other mental health issues, but uh, the asshole Corey Graves, who's an announcer for the WWE, uh, basically fucking. 
he was on Twitter basically telling Morrow to shut the fuck up so that uh, Beth Phoenix and Nigel McGinnis could talk more on the broadcast for NXT. And, you know, Morrow's already had his issues. Um, I don't believe this is as serious as what happened with JBL. Um, but, you know, he's already had that. Like, JBL was, like, hazing his ass in real life and shit. Um, whereas Corey Graves is just a punk ass on Twitter. Um, so Moro didn't, uh, was supposed to come back for the NXT show after Survivor Series and wasn't there. Um, so I just hope that Moro is doing well. He's an amazing announcer, uh, to me in the history of MMA. He's the second best announcer to Joe Rogan. And, you know, I've listened to, some of his commentary i mean i've not watched a lot of wwe when he first came in that was when i was about i was kind of checking out but compared to the commentary teams that they had his commentary made it fun to watch and wasn't boring and made me want to tune out because yeah. michael cole is garbage and yeah a three-man booth is terrible so when it was him in a two-man booth with, who was it that he was with? It was what? Like, I guess it was after JBL left. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, after J- after JBL left, he went to NXT um, because he I believe he was on SmackDown doing the commentary for SmackDown. Yeah, that's right. Maybe it and was w- him doing commentary on NXT. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I like Morrow's co- commentary, MMA or wrestling. He he has a knack for it. He's an amazing commentator. He 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 has an energy. He's got knowledge and insight, and you know he doesn't stick to stupid fucking catchphrases like Vince with "Oh, what a maneuver!" or Cole Vintage so and so. You know, I mean he. He's like what Joey Styles could have been if Joey Styles wasn't so over the top. And yeah. you know I he he was he was good. So yeah, man. Mental health nothing to take lightly and it's it's a damn shame, you know, manic depressive, I mean that's bipolar. You know, yeah. and that yeah. shit it's nothing to fuck around with. No, not at all. And giving somebody shit over it especially when you know that they suffer from it, giving them shit over it and criticizing the performance of their job when that's what they're paid to do. I'm sorry. He's the main color man. He's paid to be the main color man. Let him do his commentary. You know, yeah, guess people, they're going to want their say in everything, but he's also the one who's being produced more than the others he's the one that has to fucking keep the ship sailing in a certain direction he can't just shut the fuck up and let him talk yeah and i mean nigel mcginnis has done commentary before for ring of honor and beth i mean beth phoenix is no slouch i mean if she wants to say something she's going to say something and i i think that if either one of them had a problem with moro you know it'd come out yeah and Nothing's been said from either one of them. This is just Corey Graves being a fucktard again. This is the second time you've said that tonight. I'm yes. <laughs> Boys and girls, today's word is fucktard. Ah, 
you know, Pee Wee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you like some flashlights, you should show the the show it in the background. Yeah, I know, right? We got to get more advanced. We're gonna get flashing graphics and really fuck up Copa. <laughs> I mean, we have. I don't stuff. know. If we new stuff. I just, you know. Yeah, no. I, I hear some of those bad dragons can be lit up with LEDs. Yeah, we. That's what we need to do. Have a bad dragon fight and just tape it and have that be the fucking show one week. That's a brilliant fucking idea. Next TFCon, we're all coming with bad dragons. The fuck I am. Yes, you are. No. <laughs> and we're gonna put we're gonna put fucking bottle rockets on your legs so you can fly. Fuck yeah. Hey, look. See the show cock. <laughs> we we got we got graphics. Oh. I don't see any. It'll pop up. It's not showing for me. Well, there's a delay. It'll pop up. Well, I'm not watching the YouTube feed. Oh, well, you're not going to see it because I'm doing this ah, to OBS. Jesus Christ, you fucking... <laughs> God damn it. What, what the so you mean I actually have see. to... The audience as long as the audience there, is pleased, I am pleased. They can see the official MPSP theater shirt that both Rob and I are sporting, and if they want one, they can get those at Teespring. And the uh, description... Uh, the link will be in the description of the show. You know what? While I'm thinking about it, Josh, why don't we do a Cyber Monday sale? You know what? Ooh. A Cyber Monday sale on MPSP theater shirts? Sounds good. All right. And yeah, I might get, actually buy one. We will get you guys <laughs> <laughs> we will get you guys the code in the group on Monday. We'll have a Cyber Monday sale and we'll get you guys the code. Because it's going to make up for this show. <laughs> Thankfully, my audio is staying good right now. Word. Um, so hopefully it'll stay good for the rest of the show. It's, it's, it's been frustrating, and I apologize. You know, I'm not worried no. about it, bro. Yeah, nah, this is kind of a fuck-off show at this point anyway. Yeah. We're all yeah. dead tired. <laughs> yeah, we're dead, I guys. Feel, I feel great. I feel good. I mean, hey, I'm I was, good. I'm I was just showing my camera off for a while, and then I think that may have been, well, my interface. Uh, it's it's a Focusrite uh, Scarlett Two I Two USB interface. It uses mm-hmm. XLR headsets like this one mm-hmm. I have, and if it's plugged up for too long, the audio will start to fuck up, and like when I'm talking, it will fuck up too. So I had it plugged in almost continually the past two days. And I oh. think that's what it was. It was just like, no, you need to unplug me. You need to unplug me. Mm. Um, and I don't know. Because stream health, everything is looking good. No drop frames. Low computer usage. CPU usage is at 8.3%. You know, and I'm hitting... 58 to 60 frames per second consistently you know so everything looks good on this end it's just the audio was fucking up for me but now it's been good for the past 10 15 minutes so cool yeah but you flipped your camera off about 15 minutes ago so i wonder if that had anything to do with it if it had anything to do with it because i've never had this issue before and Mm -hmm. today was the first day i tried to use my camera 
Yeah. Well, you've really used it for our on. build streams and shit, though, too. I've used it for, yeah, I've used it through Twitch and stuff like that, and it's never been an issue. So I'm thinking it's just because <laughs> I've had it in use so much the past two days. So we'll see. Word. All that home porn? Yeah, man. No. No. No porn. Josh, Josh is getting into that amputee porn market, man. He's fucking Legs making that chain. No, nah, man. I don't watch porn. I don't want porn. Where there's a dick, there's a dollar. That's right. All right, guys. The Heavy Gunner Mandalorian, if you guys have watched Mandalorian Episode 3, is getting a Hot Toys release. And I think I'm in on Hot Toys now officially because I want both the Mandalorian and this new beefy bad boy. This is me in a Mandalorian suit. Give me a great big minigun. I'm a huge chunky bitch and give me a jetpack. I will weigh lace to it all. Yeah, they were saying on uh, Shattered Cast today, I believe it was Oscar that said, finally, a cosplay for big guys. Yeah. Right? It's like you've always seen fat guys as Boba Fett at cons, and now you can actually see a legit one. You know, because this guy's a really big, beefy guy, so. Mm -hmm. This is the way. This is the way. Yeah, I don't have to cosplay as Road Pig anymore. (laughs) I'm thinking about. Or or Road Hog from uh, Overwatch. Road Hog. Right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about trying to get together a Crockmaster <laughs> cosplay. Dude, I was legit thinking for next year's day and show. I'm... I was gonna do uh, Master Chief or some shit like that. Then I thought N7, man, straight up N7. Give me Commander Shepard. Then I realized I'm a fat fuck. Ain't gonna work as Commander Shepard. I would do a disservice to that man, and I would cry. But yeah, if I do Crockmaster, I can bring a real Gator. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that shit on the floor of TFCon? That'd be fucking hilarious. I'd be able to buy whatever exclusive I wanted. You could put that at Hanny's booth at night so nothing gets stolen. Right? <laughs> I know what corner you could put it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, still going on the Star Wars tip. Um,. There was a story that came out last week where one of the scripts, a true Star Wars script on the uncopyable paper, was found and put on eBay. Well, John Boyega fessed up. It was his script. He was in either like a like a apartment that he rented or a hotel room. And he forgot his script under the bed. And it wasn't found for weeks. And some maid found it, and then it ended up on eBay. Disney acted really fast and got it back. Um, I think the current bid on it was like eighty six dollars. Yeah, it was. Just, yeah, yeah, because nobody thought it was real, and it was. That's just fucking amazing. The like skepticism on the internet fucked somebody out of like getting a copy of it because like if they got it before Disney, there's nothing that they could have done until they got a lawyer involved. Right? And you know, Disney at that point would have just said it's cheaper to just pay them off and get it back. They would have been bidding on it. They would have said, it's cheaper to do reshoots. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. I'd have bid on that shit for 86 bucks. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, no doubt. 
I disagree with you, Matt Hurd. I thought the latest Man- Mandalorian episode was, it, it, uh, well, okay. I'll say it wasn't great, but I, I think it, I think it helped with the world building. And we'll, we're not going to talk episode four tonight, but we'll get at the end of everything. We'll get into episode three, which, if you had a problem with episode three, I don't know. You what got problems yourself. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I haven't seen four yet. I just got too busy all damn day, but. I watched yeah, it. We'll watch we watched it, it first thing this morning, all three of us, and uh, nice. you know, I didn't dislike anything in it. I enjoyed it, but I definitely felt that of the four episodes that are now available, now available, it was the weakest one, and I think it's more on the director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it the same um, director as the other ones? No, no, God, no. You could tell it was too. Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Deborah no, Chow. We're, we're we're not talking any spoilers about episode four. Yeah, we're 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 not going to talk any spoilers about episode four. We will talk episode three in a little bit, but um, yeah. I mean, it was a competent episode, and we can go on. Um, the next story: Channing Tatum of Gambit fame <laughs> is developing the Max with his production company for the big screen um josh had a josh had a good take on it when we were talking about this go ahead man uh, i'll 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 be excited for this once you know his gambit actually debuts i'll believe okay. that this is an actual thing too then mm. i loved the max um it was it was the book where like sam keith just got to run fucking wild you know, I, I, and then even the like the MTV cartoon was that was it was fun, you know. And this is it's it's like a boy power fantasy, you know. It, it, IDW is doing some Max stuff, uh, and I believe it's crossing over with DC. I have I haven't really checked it out yet. Uh, something that I want to get up on the channel, and I'm going to do it with next month, even if I can't get anybody else, you know, along with me. I'm going to start going through the uh, the uh, fucking solicitations for the co- for each comic company, and it might actually be better if I do it by myself because there's so much shit coming out that you know it. I could just like fly through it. But um, there's some really good stuff in comics, and having the Max back is really great because it's just something that isn't on the market right now. It's a completely different thing. Anybody have anything to say about the Max? Mm, I, 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 I never I, did. I get... Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. No, no, Jason, go ahead. Oh, no, I I never read the comic. I remember watching the show. Yeah, yeah, I I vaguely remember anything like about that TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like early nineties, mid nineties, something like that. Yeah, it was on the same time. Oh shit! Hey, Tron Viper. Oh, what's up, Dave? What's up, man? That's a, a good while. dude. Yeah, yeah, hadn't seen that cat in a while. Uh, I believe uh, the Max was on the same time as Neon Genesis Evangeline. Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah, they had like those two back to back. It was I don't like, know uh, what early year. evenings or something like that, right around. I think it was like ninety five. Yeah, I think it was like about that. the same time like Spawn was coming out and shit. Yeah, for I HBO. Did, at the time, I didn't have MTV, so I never actually got to watch Ooh, the show. Like that's ER right. Flux. 
Aeon oh, Flux. Aeon Flux. Yeah. Aeon Flux. Yeah. Sorry. That's what. Yeah, that show was crazy too. That's yeah. on one of the streaming services right now too. I don't remember which one though, because I know we binge watched it not that long ago. It's on but, Prime Video. Probably. That's what it is. It's on Prime. Prime. Prime's got some really good deep cuts of shit. And, like, you don't even have to subscribe to their HBO stuff to get, like, The Sopranos, uh, Rome, Carnival, uh, God, The Wire. Great show. Yeah, Carnival definitely got ended too quick. Yeah. I never saw did, that. Did one. they already cancel it? Or. What, Carnival? Is it still. Yeah, or is it still going? Dude, no, that, that's been canceled that's for old. 15 years. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of. Never mind. I'm thinking of Carnival Row. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's World on Amazon World. Prime itself. We're yeah. talking about the HBO stuff you can get. Yeah, I remember that one. That was a good show. Yeah, and at the time, they uh, only renewed one season at a time, and the showrunner. Had two seasons ready to go, but HBO didn't want to commit to two seasons, so they didn't renew it. They canceled it. Nah. Yeah, which sucked. Like, Rome was my shit. I loved Rome, and that got two seasons, but Jesus, I wish that had continued. All right, our last story is before we get into Mandalorian Episode 3. Danny Elfman did an interview uh, this week with an online journalist. Um, I believe it was Joe.io. And he said that he be- he believed The Simpsons was ending. Well, that story came out yesterday. And today, all hell broke loose because everybody that had something to say about The Simpsons and... Uh, two of the producers came out and said that no, The Simpsons is not ending. It's been renewed for at least two more seasons, and they're looking at spinoffs and movie stuff to go directly to Disney+. Plus. Can I get an Apu spinoff, please? That would be epic. Yeah, I was thinking about <laughs> that, or a comic oh, book yeah. guy. Yes! Yeah. Or Moe's. Like, oh yeah, dude, dude like total cheers rip yeah, off. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yes. say. <laughs> fucking make make Moe's and make it the new cheers. I mean, there's stuff they they could do with the Simpsons. I mean, I think I think that the the basic Simpsons show has been over for a while. Yeah, it's just boring at this point. It's. I mean, you know, even, South Park did a bit years ago where it was Simpsons, Simpsons did it, and they've literally done everything. Yeah. Hold on, I, I, I checked that on The Simpsons Black around episode three hundred, and that was like in two thousand two or three. Jeez. I was just like, okay, uh, this show's just not entertaining to me anymore. And I still I, watch the Treehouse of Horrors episodes every dude, year. Yeah, and those are getting kind of. I gave up on those too, man. I just gave up on the entire show. Uh, I find it. And shows that, you know, early on episodes, episodes that I enjoyed uh, when they originally aired, I have a hard time even watching. It hasn't aged well. No, no, no not at all. And any, I mean, even shit that they've done that's like, quote unquote, more recent, like, uh, who shot Mr. Burns and shit? That stuff doesn't even fucking, you know, doesn't handle well now. 
No, it's just it's all kind of boring. I, I'm honestly having the same issue with Family Guy. My daughter was going back and watching it, and I've never I, found Family Guy entertaining ever. It wasn't anywhere near as good as Simpsons, but it was decent. It's no Futurama. Futurama, now, there's one that ages awesome. I still love that show. Now, I guess I'm the lowest... Oh, go ahead, Jason. It's a death by Snoo Snoo. Yes. (laughs) Now, see, I guess I'm the lowest common denominator because I love Family Guy, and I've always enjoyed it more than The Simpsons. The only thing animated... Like, the only two things animated that I enjoy more... Well, three things that I enjoy more than Family Guy are Boondocks... Boondocks uh, is good. South Park and the Venture Brothers. Oh, mm. South Park is always going to be my king, man. I love yeah, South Park I mean, to this day. Yeah, South Park, South Park just came out, you know, at the right time for me, and it's aged, you know, perfectly. And I'll go back and watch any of the old South Park shit, and even with how yeah. bad the animation is, like, I'm still fucking dying. That was always part of the charm of that show. And they even rip on the fact that the animation is bad. But I can tell you, man, the one thing South Park is, South Park is actively trying to get canceled. So they pull no punches, which is making for an amazing show. Yeah, Tron Viper says Venture Brothers, hell yeah. Fucking dude, I love the Venture Brothers and they're supposed to be more coming. I believe in 2020 there's going to be another season. I don't know if it's going to be as abridged as the other ones are, but yeah, more fucking Venture Brothers. Any of you guys fans or no? I've never watched it. Never watched it. Oh my fucking God. I've never watched it either. Oh my God. That's, oh God. I'll have have to go watch it. Yeah, Hulu has all of it. All right, oh. yeah, I'll go check it out. I'll go oh my now. god! Like oh, it, Metalocalypse. Yeah, Met- Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. That's a good one. <laughs> That's one that never got to finish either. Um, yeah. yeah, Metalocalypse was great. I love Toki. Stop copies me. You stop copies me. Oh god. All right, guys, that's our last story. So let's head into the Mandalorian part three. Oh, give me that big old rat tat tat tat. I'm sorry, pew 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 pew. So <laughs> I th- I think this is I think this is great. Uh, if we do these at the end of the show, it'll give people and tell people it'll give them you know the option of dipping out so that it's not spoiled yeah. for them because yeah. you know I don't want to spoil any this show for anybody. Exactly. Um, um, if, this if episode, you're still here, you know, yeah. we're getting ready to spoil it. So, yeah, we'll give you 10 seconds from now. Nine, eight, two, one. All right, so we jumped again, but yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if, if, if you don't want to be spoiled on episode three of The Mandalorian or anything that came before it, then dip out now. Um, Come back after you've watched it. <laughs> it is amazeballs. Dude. Yeah, Matt, I just want to talk, uh, go with Matt Hurd real quick. You said Big Dude has a point about not working with the Empire. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's, oh, God. Everything, everything about that fucking episode was pitch perfect. Um, 
from the fact that he turned the bounty in to, you know, the crisis of conscience he had. Ah, uh, the fact I that, know. And then the John Wick moment. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the fact that, you know, the, the, the baby, you know, he, he grabs that shifter knob basically off of the, I guess it's, you know, one the of throttle. the throttle thrusters. Uh, he's like, it's not a toy and takes it from him, puts him back. You know, and then that's what gives him, like, he sees it, and he's like, oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> and then gives it to him again. Yeah. Dude, that was, it, like like Jason said, that John Wick moment. Holy shit, if I <laughs> ever wanted to see how badass a Mandalorian could be, there you go. <laughs> but even with all his badassery, you know, he had to have help. Yeah. And to see the help come to his aid in the fashion that they did was one yeah. of the coolest fucking Star Wars moments ever. Yeah. We'll I have to move the brood. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that was the moment where you saw that, you know, this is a different group of Mandalorians. They're not cutting each other's throats, you know, like right. they have in Clone Wars and shit like that. And, you know, the whole this is the way shit, you know, that this is the way. Yeah. This is the way, man. It fucking hit home. And um I like the fact that I kinda wasn't expecting the Mandalorians, you know, to come in in mass because I knew that, you know, Gina Carano had a character coming in and I didn't know how they were gonna introduce her, so I thought it might be that, you know. I didn't know how he was gonna get out of that situation because his back was to the wall. There it was almost like a no hope situation and his brothers in fucking Beskar came, bro. That was yes, fucking dope. Had brothers in Beskar, I like <laughs> that term. That is yeah. Dude, I thought for sure when I saw some of the preview that they were coming in against him. So to see them rally for him and just lay waste. I mean, it shows a brotherhood amongst the Mandalorians we have never seen. Yeah. Well, especially and in the beginning when it showed them when they were going to like look like they were gonna almost going to fight. And then towards the end, it completely changed. Its right. Yeah, man. You know, that's that's like brothers in arms to the end. Do you guys care if I hit on Anita Sarkeesian real quick? Fuck that bitch. Oh, Just because I don't either. Um, I don't. Th- I don't think most. Uh, I don't think most people do. Um, Anita Sarkeesian is a commentator and now comic book writer. Uh, who who gave her a comic book? DC. Uh, oh, so they're dumb chits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just have um, respect for Jim Lee now. Yeah. Every bit of it's gone. <laughs> Anita Sarkeesian ran a website called Feminist Frequency. Um, She is a what I would term as a feminazi. And she got caught out on Twitter for saying, after watching the first episode of The Mandalorian, saying that there were no speaking female parts, which means I don't think she watched the fucking episode. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. You dumb cunt. The fucking Forager is one of the highest ranked people in The Mandalorian crew. It's epically powerful has a speaking role and is in the first fucking episode it's a woman shut up (laughs) and yeah 
and I mean, we're not going to, again, we're not going to spoil episode four, but you know, there are more female characters coming in. So Anita Sarkeesian, shut your fucking mouth. Fucking actually, you actually watch and pay attention to what the fuck you're critiquing. You stupid bitch. <sighs> All right. That's over. Um, yeah. I, I, I now back know. to awesome. Awesome. Big, oh. big mini gun. Mini guns with lasers. <laughs> Josh, go ahead. I'm just saying I don't like her and just wish she would go away. You know. Yeah, her yeah, and... Punish, punishing <laughs> fandoms for not fostering your idea of what should be there is not a cool thing. I don't no. care who you are. You know, if it warrants and fits the story, then fine. But don't get angry I'm... when you don't see what you want in every single thing. I'm sorry, that, that bitch isn't even qualified to make my coffee. But the the other thing the other thing is she is just wrong. Oh, she's exactly wrong. And, yeah. Trying to play it off as she was tired, you know. Yeah. she was absolutely wrong, and she got called out on it by a bunch of nerds. And dude, I was tired as fuck when I watched that first episode, and that was my one of my favorite parts of the damn show. The forger is she is a badass. Yeah, and that's and that's the and that's the thing. Like the forger is like that character that holds the mandalorians together yes you know when she opened her mouth in in episode three those boys stood down didn't they you god know, damn right just, i mean it's a powerful female character she and is a matriarch she is she yeah. is their their go-to she is their more or less queen but yeah. that's not important enough yeah it's <laughs> it's quality not quantity Right. I don't know. Uh, but Fucking yeah. Eda Sarkeesian with Let's a big pokey dildo. Okay. Let's go um, to the good okay. shit. Okay. And I I also think that a great thing that they did was not kill off Carl Weathers' character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yes. He yeah. needs to be in more. He, he's got yeah. something going on. Yeah. And dude, think, the way they held him, the way they... I think he's got a hand bone. He's got a stoop going on. That's what it is. Mm. Dude, the way they saved his ass, though, that, that little plot twist there With was the fucking car. incredible. Classic mm-hmm. fucking spaghetti western shit. Yeah. Yes. Things. Yeah, that was Not only that, Pierre, yeah. you know, Sergio if you, Leone. If you ever wanted to see just how tough Beskar armor is, now you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everything in the everything in episode three hit for me, um, and we did not see Werner Werner Herzog's character die either. Mm-mm. Yeah, and right. Do- and Doctor Pershing is still out there also. Yeah, yeah, and you know I think this plays further into my theory um, when people were pointing out that Pershing was wearing a Camino cloner outfit. And people are like, oh, is this a clone of Yoda? No. The Empire has discovered that one of the species is alive. They want to clone it. That's why Pershing insisted that he remain alive. Yep. Because it is much easier to take living tissue. You'll have an endless supply of samples versus dead tissue. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think they want to clone him. And I'm I'm thinking that the person that's behind this that wants him 
is Giancarlo Esposito, his character, when he comes in later. Mm. Mm. All I know is they had him. They had him long enough. They they could have pulled some samples already to to do enough. Oh yeah, or uh, to do something, or just speculating. Do you guys think in the season finale we see Big Papa Palpatine? No, no. Because no. mm-hmm. no. I do not. This is five years after Return of the Jedi. And they have stated, Favreau has stated that you're going to see glimpses of how the First Order comes to fruition. Right. In Pershing, Matt said Pershing also stated to the Mandalorian, I've kept him alive. I was protecting him. He'd be dead if it weren't for me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. would be interesting to see how it plays I, out for sure. Yeah. I think I think I think that you know, Josh. Originally, you had said that you know you didn't want to watch it because it wasn't dropping all at once. But I think that this anticipation from episode to episode in the world building that they're doing gets that anticipation up. And I think you know, person personally, that this was the way to go for this show. Dude, I'll be honest, man. I'm kind of feeling it. Uh, it's the same reason. One, I don't have to binge it all in one day to avoid spoilers. And two, it's you, you got all week to sit there and go, "Oh my god, okay, what's what's next? What could happen with this, man?" The the, the mind game is awesome. I miss yeah. that mind game. I yeah, I love the anticipation and the weight of like you know, especially talking to you guys sometimes, you know, on the chats and stuff, and you know, just trying to hear and you know, you, you know, we kind of talk about it. And dude, I. I'm actually all for, you know, kind of just letting it ride out instead of just being yeah. all at once. So. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, I prefer the binging nature. Yeah. But, and, and, and that's the thing, you know, you don't have to watch it all at once. You can still watch it at your own pace, take in the whole story. I just, I'm impatient. I like getting it all when I want it, you know, I just don't like waiting. Now, see, what I've found myself doing is that after I watch every episode, I watch the whole thing. Oh, I've done that, too. I haven't yeah. done that yet, but I can, I, I'm definitely at the end of it going to watch the whole thing in one shot. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I find myself even, like, catching things that I've missed on, like, the second uh, watch through. And I've, I've found <laughs> that, like, I even enjoy shit, like, even more. Yeah. Now I've done that with other shows, and it's it's like you'll I'll watch them sporadically, and then when I I've watched them all, I'll go back and redo it, and you all of a sudden all these tie-ins and all this other stuff makes sense together. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's Disney hit it out of the park with this one. Yeah, the, this is great. I mean, the talent that they have on this show. I mean. Yeah. I had never heard of Deborah Chow before, and her episode was a she. She was the one that you know directed three. And, it was incredible. Yeah, and like Favreau, I having written all of it and him and Dave Filoni together running this shit. Uh, yeah, the, this is out of the park. Yeah, keep doing it. Keep keep going this direction. Yeah, all day long. And I mean. Dude, this fucking this makes me even looking forward to Obi Wan even fucking more. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. If this is any, if Obi Wan is anywhere near this good, and we already know we got Ewan McGregor for it, and Ewan McGregor was amazing as Obi Wan, then sign me up. We're good. Mm -hmm. so he was on a couple of talk shows uh, saying that he was excited to uh, get back in his role again. Well, yeah, that he was, uh, he'll even say that's one of his favorite roles ever. He loved doing the Star Wars stuff as Obi Wan. And he also <laughs> talked about how hard it was to tell people, you, you know, not to tell people that he was coming back and shit because he's so yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's awesome. If you've got a, a an air actor that's that good, that excited about a role, you know he's going to put both feet forward. About 100%. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited for, you know, where Star Wars is going to go from here. I, well, I, yeah. I was going to say, like Matt said, the other thing too, the no Jedi thing in the, the Mandalorian so far, that's been, Refreshing. I love the fact that they're touching. Yeah. They're touching on stuff that is outside of the main canon. And it's, that's what we want. Disney, do the, do more. <laughs> Give us more extended universe. Well, Matt says, I hear you guys, but what stories can we tell about Obi-Wan? I am a middle-aged hermit chilling in the desert. Well, this, is before, this is before that. This is taking place in between, you know, Revenge of the Sith and fucking uh, New Hope. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you have all that time of what, like 30 years, I guess? No. 20? No. 19? No. Well, 1920, because that's about how old Luke was when yeah. Luke was Luke and Leia were 19 in A New Hope. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you've got that whole 19 year gap that you know Obi Wan's and... obviously not going to sit still, you know, and not. I I mean, it's like ask it's ask it's like asking you know him to just be quiet isn't going to happen. Well, I mean, there was a whole bunch of shit going on between Revenge and New Hope. So, a, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that he did before he decided to become the Hermit. There's a whole lead up to it. You know, it was Darth Vader's rise to power. It was all of this other shit that kind of ties in with Obi-Wan's story before he finally just said, I need to disappear. Well, you know, And he disappeared because he, he's even kind of hinted to that in the movie where... Or I don't remember which movie it was. Somewhere it was mentioned where he had kind of settled on Tantooine to kind of keep an eye on Luke. At the end of Revenge of the Sith, Yoda said, yeah. "That's the one. That's the one." In, he said, "I'm going like, to go into hiding at Dagobah. You watch over the boy on Tatooine. Yeah, uh, you know, leave him with his uncle and aunt, but you watch from afar." We don't know if he left the planet or not. We don't know what he did on planet, but, you yeah. know, I'm sure it's more than the occasional bar scruff at a cantina in Mos Espa or Mos Eisley. Yeah. Um, right. So I'm interested to see where they go, but I'm sure he got off world a few times. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so much like more excited to see what they do with the yeah you know, it would do with everything in Star Wars now be because of the Mandalorian. And, right. Yeah. And also like the other thing, uh Matt Hurd says, yeah, fucking with the huts would be cool. Mm -hmm. Like Oh yeah. 
there's a whole backstory to Jabba's palace. I didn't know. Like yeah. that was it, it was originally a monastery for these for monks. The Bomar monks, the spider. Yeah. Drugs. So like, there's that. There's that stuff. I mean, I know Jabba's already on Tatooine, but like, I don't know. Like, that's something they could touch on. I mean, there, there's a, Vader's been to Tatooine in between because he killed Watto. Yeah. In the in the Marvel comics, he killed Watto, and that is considered canon. When did he do that? Yeah, Vader killed Watto in the Marvel comics. I don't remember what episode. Was issue. it in the Darth Vader series or was it in a different series? I believe it was in the Vader series. Because I don't recall that. I'll have to go back and read it. Yeah. Right, but the thing is, I mean, there's so much back lore that they can get into. I mean, the, the resistance is still shaky, but it's still there. You know, it's starting to come up. There's, I, I'm sure he didn't completely lose touch with the, the resistance right away. You mean the rebellion? The rebellion, yes, rebellion. Yeah. Now, sorry, you, I'm tired. <laughs> do you think they're crazy enough to put the Obi Wan Darth Maul fight in live action? Oh God, From I hope Rebels? so. God, I hope a so. Li- that means a live action Ezra, a live action Kanan. Well, we got that little glimpse of Maul in was it Rogue One? Yeah. No solo. 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 Solo, you're right. Solo. Jesus, Rob, you're making me look like an idiot. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling like an idiot. Dude, my brain's functioning on like three brain cells tonight. and gets out of the normal yeah. four, so. <laughs> and like, you, you guys saw how low energy the show was just because of the holidays and everything. But as soon as we started talking about the Mandalorian, me and Rob fucking, you know, parked up. I know Josh has had good energy, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, I'm happy. I'm happy because, you know, everybody talking about how Kathleen Kennedy's fucked Star Wars. Blah, blah, blah. I mean. And I don't, I don't even agree with that. I don't. I don't think either. She's really. Yeah. I mean. No, she's not. Some of her comments are stupid. Like her one about there's, there's, we, we've got to keep developing stories from fresh. There's really not, there's not 800 page novels or comic books to pull from. It's like, but there is. Yeah. <laughs> There's a current Star Wars comic, dumbass. In the current Star, even a not great Mando episode is still pretty good. That's true, man. Yeah. And we'll talk. We'll talk about episode four next week. Um, but I I don't think it's all as doom and gloom as some people have said online. No, no. no. I, I I just think I just think that people need to understand that there's world building to be done. And, you know, this is going to be an eight-episode, you know, s- season. So we're halfway through it. So yeah. they, ha- they have a lot to do. And, I mean, one episode of filler to world build and try and get some other concepts and characters in. Well, I can tell you they're succeeding quite yeah. readily. I mean, I'm a good example. I was always kind of a... Yeah, Star Wars is cool kind of guy. I, I enjoyed the original trilogy. I mildly enjoyed the prequels. I've messed with the games. You know, Star Wars was always kind of just over here. Yeah, it was neat. And this this wave of Star Wars content the last several years has brought that up to the forefront for me. Like, I'm I'm ranking it up 
in my main fictions now. I'm, I'm digging deeper. I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, actually. Yeah, so they're succeeding somewhere. Go ahead, Jason. I'm the same way with you, Rob. Actually, he and I talked about this recently, not long ago, about how I yeah. was really into Star Wars. I mean, I watched it in the movies and everything else growing up and all that. And I had a couple of the toys, but I did. Yeah. I wasn't crazy into it. I was more into Transformers and everything. But yeah, as soon as oh. I started seeing like stuff coming out more and more, like I started collecting more of these figure arts and everything, and then watching more of these shows and uh, seeing the Mandalorian, it's got me all hyped up, like to see what they have. Yeah, the now, what holds for them. Dude, I it, like we were talking. It used to be our side piece, and now it's it's kind of moving on up. Mm-hmm. See, like I've always been more of a Trek fan than a Star Wars fan, and the Mandalorian is kind of moving it past Trek for me. Yeah, I mean, I, it like the world building and the you know the storytelling is getting up there. Um, and what's uh, that say? It's done that in four episodes. Yeah, that <laughs> that and um, rebels uh, more than Clone Wars. Yeah, and I I I did Clone Wars. I still need to watch Rebels. The rest I watched a few episodes, and so far it's really good. But yeah, we just started. We never watched Clone Wars. Like I said, I mean, we just started getting back into it again, and I just started watching Clone Wars for the first time a few weeks ago. Yeah, Clone Wars starts kind of slow, it, and then it kind of picks right up about halfway through the, the series. I mean, it's and got it some works. good points. Like, some of that shit with Grievous early on is badass. Yeah. Uh, the Dooku two. stuff in Ventress is really good, too. Yeah. And he, but they... The Dathomir stuff, when that comes up, man... Yeah, well, like, that's about when it starts to get about halfway through the series is where Ventress really comes into play. Dooku is just whipping some shit up. I mean, it gets gnarly halfway through the series. Yeah. All right, guys, I think we're about done here. Oh, sad. Yeah, <laughs> short show, but you know it is a Black Friday show, guys, and yeah. we wanted to make sure we had some content for you guys because I know we were we... the only ones that did. <laughs> well, well, we love you guys. We love the ROC. Everybody who was out traveling for the holidays, man. Yeah. I hope you all had a yeah. great holiday. Oh man, if I if I lived up there, dude, still, dude, oh, dude, oh, dude those pictures from loved. the Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that looked like yeah. so much fun. Yeah. We're gonna try to make Shady and Chance tomorrow, but with everything with Magnus, we're not gonna be able to make it. So. Oh, oh I'm sorry, man. man. That's but, no, it's all good. I mean, it things sucks. happen, but oh, give that well, pupper well, some loving for me. He's yeah, such a man. sweetheart. Yeah, dude. If you ever get to go over by Lowry's place and meet Magnus, he is such an adorable pupper. He, oh my he god, really he's so adorable. <laughs> he is so friendly. He's over all right. right now on the floor. Oh, poor pup. Yeah, I hope he feels better in the next couple of days. I, mean, I hate that you guys. I didn't even know, you know, late last night. It's like because we were in there in the hangout until about eleven. I went and laid down. I rolled over in like eight o'clock this morning. I saw that. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, yeah. Well, some of you guys last night too. So it, it just a ha- it just must have happened right after I dipped out. Yeah, because uh, literally we just got off the phone and the next thing, or off the uh, hangouts, and then uh, 
Next thing I start hearing like coughing real bad. I was like, what the hell's going on? And I go upstairs and I see him like just throwing up everywhere on the bed, on the floor. Like Aww. he's just or sitting pop. there shaking, doesn't know what to do. And I was like, all right, we're going to the vet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But he's doing better. I mean, you know, we we've done a few things, so he's doing all right so far. So That's keep smart. an eye on him. That's good. All right, guys. Yeah, you know, a pet's family, man. That's a family member. Absolutely. Especially that one. Oh my god, <laughs> he's so adorable. <laughs> I may right. have had a lot of fun playing with Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like I say every week, guys, peace, love, and hair grease. Josh, hit the credits. We out. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope you had a great holiday. See y'all. Yeah, happy Word. Thanksgiving, everybody. Peace. <laughs>